eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! All right, it is a Tuesday podcast. Jerry and Al with you once again for somewhere between 14 and 22 minutes, depending upon how we feel, how this goes, if there's chemistry, if the topics suck, quite frankly, and if we can keep it going or not. Boomer and Carton, long gone. Although that's not true, because really Craig was just sitting in here, kind of we were waiting for him to leave, because Al doesn't like doing this in front of people. So uh, we start with a couple of uh, interesting stories, and they're all sports, ironically enough, mostly. The last one we'll get to later, not really a sport. We'll start with the football. This one fascinates me from this angle. So there's a story out there that the Lions, as you just told me, are going to learn how to tie ties during training camp. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the Detroit Lions, all men. Detroit Lions, but this is for the rookies. Right, okay, but this is not Pop Warner. This is not, not like Pop some Warner. Lion team in Idaho or Iowa. Detroit Lions. I don't understand how a grown man... 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 20, whatever, does not know how to tie a tie because I learned when I was six how to tie a tie. And it's literally, dump, 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 pull it through, and it's done. It's like tying shoes. But it's have you so ever, easy. Have you ever watched another guy tie a tie? Like, I bet if you and I each tied a tie right now, I mean, we don't have ties to try this, but I bet we would do it different. I never realized there were more than a couple of I ways think to there tie are. a tie. Because for some reason, when I tie a tie... The um, the knot part of it yeah. is very thick. Has to do with how far up the tie you go. And I never, the first time I, when I, because we don't wear ties to work. So we don't, we're never, not, we're not well, wearing I ties. I basketball. Yeah, we're not wearing ties basketball. often. So weddings, right. funerals, that sort of thing. So when I go to do a tie, it will take me four or five tries before I get the length correct. But you know how to do it. I know how to do it, but sometimes the tie comes down to... My wiener. Other times I do it, the tie only comes down halfway to my belly button. And like, right. I, I, I never know where to start the knot area. But you wouldn't be the type of person I have, a, I have an issue with. Because you do ultimately know how to... You don't need to call your mom no. or your wife or your sister or your girlfriend well, to say... Of those. You have a mom. Oh, I do have a mom, yeah. You have a sister. Yeah. You my dad showed me how to do the tie thing. Of course he did. And for years, when I first got my first job, you know, when you're 16 and you can get a job... Yeah. I, I was working at drug fair and we had where we had to wear ties. You had to wear a tie at drug fair. Yeah. So my dad, what my dad was would do is he would he would tie the tie for me. Yeah. Slide it off oh, his geez. slide it off his neck. 
then I would just keep it hanging on the back of my bedroom door, and, and then I'd slide it on my neck and put see, the tie on. If you were that bad with it at that age, now you're young, that's fine. Yeah. I went to Catholic school. We had to wear ties. That's where I learned. Now, we were able to wear a clip-on, and I remember my mom and my dad when I was in, I think, first grade. They were like, you can wear the clip-on, or we can teach you how to do it. I'm like, I want to learn, basically. And since that time, I've known how to do it, and that's fine. I'm surprised, though, at that age and doing that job that you would not have just gone to the clip-on. Yeah, I, I don't remember clip-ons being readily available. And also, I thought it was cool. Now, this was 1986 when I started that drug fair. Right. Uh, that I was, uh, I, I bought myself a couple of uh, thin leather ties. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you think? You were Michael J. Fox? You were Marty McFly? Yes, that was big back then. Did you then. have the red, uh, he had a red jacket, didn't he? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, he was he was a role model back then. Oh, no, he had the vest. That's he right, because he was a sailor, vest. right, when yes. he went back to 1950-whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah, I had the thin tie. What? I also realized I, I used to have just two button-down shirts I would wear. Right. Two, I would just have them washed by the time. But I never wore undershirts. And See, one, I don't understand that. And at one point, my friend said, because I was washing the same shirts a couple times a week. Right. Or my mom. Of course. Was, that you, he's like, I, you can see your nipples in these yes. shirts. Yes. You can see your nipples. You can see when you sweat the disgusting marks. And let's be honest, 90% of the people, especially if you're working, sweat. And the first place you sweat is under your arms. Yes. It's just a, it's a fact of life. And I, I, it disgusts me when I see guys even girls, but guys, when they raise their arm, they're in this nice outfit, and all you see is this ringing. People always ask me, always, oh, you got a stupid T-shirt on again. What are you wearing a T-shirt? That's why, because it's disgusting. And with the suit shirt, it's even worse. You got chest hair, you got nipple poking, and you got sweat marks. I Put a T-shirt on. Yeah, I had nipple hair back then, so it would, like, stick out by uh, you When you were 16, it. you had nipple hair? I guess. I think well, you I did. reveal a lot on this dumb I podcast. I think I did, yeah. You know what else was cool about working in the drug fair? Uh, there were some nights when I had to work in the pharmacy area where I would just work the cash register. Yeah. Drug fair was essentially like a Rite Aid, uh, sure. a Walgreens. Yeah, I had one, yeah. Yeah, they were in, they're were they no longer. They don't exist anymore. Walgreens, basically. Yeah, I think Walgreens took them over yep. or bought them. But when I worked at drug fair, I was 16, 16, 17 years old. And and some nights you would go in and, and I'd have to work the counter behind the, the, the prescription area. Okay. So people would come to pick up their prescriptions and I would get them for them and ring them up <laughs> don't tell me you acted as the pharmacist no but it was fun to see which girls were on um birth control oh, sure because when i'd pick up the package it was that flat the birth control was in the flat container <laughs> so you were the type that if a guy came and bought condoms or a girl yeah. came and got her birth control I'd be like oh she's having sex the birth control was more interesting because those are girls that were from, like, the high school and things. But is that why you have such a problem yes. going into a store and buying whatever you need to it buy? Is. Because I would snicker as a guy working the counter, so I'm sure they're snickering as well. Well, listen, doctors do it, too. We're all human, right? I mean, you go see a doctor for an ailment. Listen, you have your penis ailments that, yeah. that get... You have any doctors that you've seen go home and tell their wife, you got to see this guy. What do we, he, got a, he got a tick in his penis. <laughs> You don't think you were the conversation yes. of a of a weekend dinner? Oh yeah, you are. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so yeah, nice thin birth control. That's how I knew about it. That girl's on birth control. How much did you make it if you don't mind me asking, since we were talking about how much we make, how much did you make a drug fair back in eighty six? I started at four ten an hour. Four ten. Four dollars and ten cents. When I left there, I think I was making five twenty five. 
Wow. Well, I was there two years. So <laughs> 20% raise. Yeah. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Then I started oh, getting angry because they were hiring new people at a higher rate than Isn't me. that the worst? And when I went to the manager, he said, well, that's the going rate these days. I go, well, it's be better than if I then I quit and reapply. Right. So, I guess, but maybe you don't get the job. Isn't that? It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It was miserable. Uh, people suck. They yeah. really do suck. Yeah, drug fair. That was a great place. But that was back before you would scan items into the register. Right. So it was you would just look at the actual stamped price tag sure. on it and ring it in. Yeah, we used to do that. Even the liquor store, we never had the uh, barcode. Yeah. So we used to have the stupid guns. Yeah. We'd change it, and the ink would go out, and you'd yes. change the tape. <laughs> and how much is this? Not sure. Just put it for nine ninety nine. You'd do it, and you'd tell a couple, and the manager would be like, um... Who's selling the absolute for nine ninety nine? It's actually twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, my bad. Oh, forgot to change the price gun. Sorry. I'd also like to see like how you if you had a whole if you had a whole big thing of cans you made at the price. Sure. You would open up the box right and see how fast you could go with the That's price right. gun to, 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 to get all the cans. Boy, what a life we led. <laughs> but at least we were responsible. Like we had jobs. Yeah. You know, I had a job. You had a job. You made your own money, and you weren't just you know mooching off mom and dad. I was killing it at drug fair. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, uh, what was my story? Met fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was another study done by the Wall Street Journal. They did this with football teams. Now they did it with baseball teams to see which fans make the most grammatical mistakes when discussing their team online. What? So, you know, on Twitter, on Facebook, that sort of thing. And it turns out Mets fans make the most grammatical mistakes when arguing about their team. Now, I will say... I am someone that if I'm arguing with someone on Twitter and they make a grammatical error, I'm one of those guys that will point it out just to be a douche. I want to know why the Wall Street Journal is paying someone to do this dumb story. They're big. Well, what they're, is the they're pl- studies. I, I, you want to be the douchey type. That's fine. I'm yeah. the other day. You've, you've got 140 characters. Right. right. You know how every single time, not every single time, but most of the time I put a tweet out there, instead of writing Y-O-U, I just put you? Yes, that's acceptable. That's a, that's a grammatical mistake. That is not acceptable. That's grammatically wrong. Oh, so you're saying wrong. you're right. In this study, that would you know be incorrect. How many of these people, no question about it, are grammatically wrong and they're well aware of it? Like these morons that say to me, hey, you spelt this wrong. Yeah, no bleep, Sherlock. I'm well aware what I did. I don't right. need, you know, I left school 20 years ago. I don't need anybody looking over my shoulder at this point. I've gotten this far. I think I'm okay. The Wall Street Journal is literally putting resources to a study on social media? Yeah. Are you kidding? By the way, I joined Facebook this morning. You did? I'm deactivating already. Wow. I don't like it. Welcome to 2007. Because it's the same thing. Well, (laughs) you little snarky (laughs) smartass. The reason why I joined was because I'm coaching this team. Uh, and there, I guess we put updates on the league website, and I never knew how to do it. So I said, you know what? Let me sign an account. I went and saw the website. I'm like, all right, I'm not doing this. What don't you like about it? I just don't need it. I oh, don't need yeah, another. Yeah, you don't need another one. That's it's true. Just, I can see it already. Other people from high school are going to that I didn't talk to. That I don't. I just don't want to be bothered. So I got to, you can show me how to deactivate it later. I'm sure you know how to do that. It's fun watching, like, you uh you married your high school sweetheart. I did. So you did, you did not have a lot of girlfriends just a couple, not Growing many. Them, not many. Correct. So what Facebook is fun for now is to see what those girls look like now, the girls that rejected you. Well, but why? You know what, though? Just because I'm married doesn't mean you're still not interested in seeing what people look like. That's I mean, true. I, listen. No, if but I, I'm saying no. I'm, not I, lie. I'm saying you you may not have had a lot of girlfriends before you got married. But I had married. a lot of girl slash friend. I did. Okay. A lot of friends that you're were girls. You're curious what they, what they look I'll like. I'll tell you what I'm more curious about. Who I'm in better shape than. Right. Mostly everybody. Most people wanna, are large. Right. And I want to go back. I mean, you would talk about large. 
I mean, I love looking at the girls that broke my heart and just seeing the disasters they are now. Really? Yeah, it's and tremendous. And then look at you and you're, go, you're look at me, flexing I'm those guns and lifting your shirt and throwing off the four pack. You look at me with a hernia. Check oh, me is out. Is that what one of those packs are? <laughs> the bulge in your stomach? Yeah, <laughs> that's not an ab. That's a hernia. Dude, you're, you're a disaster. I'm falling apart, Jerry. I actually feel bad. See, I feel bad for me with my back because yeah. I'm going down the road of my mother, which is a severe back problem. That's a problem. bad scene, yeah. And I also have problems with my ankles because I broke them and my collarbone because I broke that growing up. My shoulder's torn. You I feel bad for because you're talking like surgical issues. Surgical issues, yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of creaky. Well, your back could be a surgical issue. Uh, it could be, but I think I'm going to get acupuncture. Ah, I'm going to try that. I first. dated a girl who does acupuncture. How'd that go? Do you still date her? Can I, I see didn't. Her? I ruined that. That was my fault. Oh, all right. That one was my fault. But uh, she swears by acupuncture. I'm going to send you to her. Al, the uh, Sports Illustrated body issue will be having happening once again. And I don't get this one. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be in it. Now, why would you say don't you get that one? Because this is the same guy who just last week apparently was upset that his friends were needling him for not playing enough, and obviously he's been hurt with the hamstring, and it bothered him that they mocked him a little bit. Now what's he going to go do? He's going to go pose in a magazine. You don't think they're going to get on him for this? Yeah, I don't. The the ESPN the body issue. I wonder are so they're actually nude when they're photogra- being I photographed. I believe they are. And they have body paint on. What do you mean body paint? Isn't that the body paint with this, like, this no, the body no. issue? Isn't the, that no? The body paint is Sports Illustrated does where they paint on bikinis. Oh, on so this some is the ESPN. This is the ESPN oh. one where they're actually naked, but like their leg is moved so oh, you so don't see covered. their penis. Yeah, or their other areas. I mean, and could you uh, perform in that? Uh, no, that's what I'm wondering. Do you think they're actually fully naked? Yes. I or do. do you think there's some type of um, what, tight under? Yeah, like some type of tight underpants. No, I think they color. I think they're probably naked. Like I saw, the, like the, remember the Matt Harvey ones last year, yes. where he was holding a, a um, he was in a hotel, or he was holding a tray. I do remember that. Yeah, over his private area. Yeah. So he really was naked. Probably his penis was out. Like, I don't understand why. I'm going to tell you a story. All right, and maybe I told this to you before. When I covered the hockey scene around here with Joe, and I was in the locker room getting sound. This has got to be God. Mid to late 90s, all right? The Rangers had a habit of, not a habit, but they had a standing policy. The locker room was not open after games. John Rosasco, the PR director, would bring players out to us. And at times it would be Gretzky when he played well. Or even, if, matter of fact, when they played awful, Gretzky would always come out and talk. It would stand up dude. So they would bring you four or five guys to come out and talk. And there was this one player who I will not say his name. No reason to do that. He comes out stark naked. And we're all waiting, and here he comes through the doors, doors open, and here he comes with nothing on, puts his two arms out. All right, what do you got, guys? <laughs> As if we're going to sit there and literally ask him questions when he's got nothing on. These guys are in shape. These guys don't care. That's why I'm actually, frankly, surprised you would care. You're in shape. What are you ashamed of? Well, because you don't know, you don't want people to see your wiener. No, I get it, but... Most people don't, like, you see a lot of bigger people wear shirts in the pool because why? They're usually embarrassed that they've got tires around their waist, their stomach's big, or they've got disgusting back hair. Some people don't care. But who never does that? Guys and girls that are fit, that look good. This is going to sound creepy, but you're in shape. You look good. I'm surprised you wouldn't do this. I would, I'm just getting to the point where I'll take my shirt off at the beach and not feel awkward. Really? Yeah. I still feel a little awkward, but wow. I couldn't imagine like a Matt Harvey type, right? So 
all of these people are there taking photos, doing the lighting, doing the makeup and all that stuff, and he's essentially nude. Yeah, but I don't to be but, photographed. But they don't. Again, I don't. They, think they don't care, care. You don't think. And I think everybody's signing waivers that if something gets out, someone's getting sued for big money. Right. So, if, so like, it's if someone like, snakes a photo. Right. Absolutely. So I just think I think if you look good, you feel good, and you act as such, which is why I'm stunned to hear you say you at this point are just because as long as I've been on this show now, you've been in shape. Now I don't. Again, I don't remember you when you were fat, eating a whole bag of potato chips after lunch after the show. I joined a year and a half in when you had already made the change. Okay. I only know Thin Al right. and Shape Al. I don't know I don't know Fat Al. Six and a half years, dude. Now you're figuring it out? Yeah. No. Oh. No. You should be out there. You should be flexing the the the, the biceps and the, the four pack that you got from doing insanity. Let's go. Jerry, speaking of uh what were we talking about? Being nude? Oh no, yes. being and being on the beach. This has to do with the pools. We go swimming in the uh, in the summer. You've got a pool yourself, a pool. and that above ground pool. I do yeah. have an above ground. I was in it yesterday. Nice. Uh, so the CDC, which is the Centers for Disease Control, which is a, a legit organization, of not course. some fugazi no, study that I normally throw at you. Yes. I normally, let's be honest. Normally, I say Jerry, a study was done, and that could mean anything. Right from this Blowhard is, University. Right. This is the CDC. And they're saying that when you go swimming in a pool and you get red eyes from that, or, you know, sometimes you might get a cough. <clears throat> really? From uh, what you said, you suggested might be chlorine. Yes. Perhaps I would the think chlorine's chlorine. in my eyes. Perhaps the chlorine's making right. me cough. It turns out it's urine. The red eyes is coming from urine hmm. in the pool. That's interesting. I'm glad to see my kids haven't had any red eyes. Now, it says that the, what's happening is the chlorine... In an, in, a, in an attempt to get rid of the urine and other germs in the pool, the chlorine attaches itself to the urine. And the chlorinated urine is what's turning your eyes red. And in, a, in an indoor pool, a lot of times, you'll, you might get a cough from the chlorine. There's not a lot of ventilation. That is also well, this is disgusting. urine going to your lungs. This is gross. Attached to the chlorine. So... If you see someone with red eyes in the pool, you should, and they tell you it's the chlorine, just tell them right to their face, you've got pee in your eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm very actually happy to hear that that is the case, because I don't think I've ever had anybody get red eyes swimming in my pool. Well. Now, that having been it's said. It's a pee-free uh, pool. I believe we have a pee-free pool zone. That's good. As a matter of fact. Even the younger kid won't pee in the pool? I'll tell you something about the, the younger kid, as you so warmly call my son. Well, I don't know if you want his name out there. Oh, it's fine. Uh, the younger kid. Joseph. I don't know where in the hell this came from, but he gets out and runs through the house, dripping with water. I've told him a hundred times, grab a towel. Please. Right. He literally, get, he'll get out of the pool four or five times in the course of swimming and just saturate the kitchen and the living room <laughs> in his, his dash to the bathroom. <laughs> So he is, ne- I mean, listen, if, if he is doing it, why would he be running th- into no, the house four or five right times thing. a day? The bigger guy, I doubt it because he's the t- he always goes before and he goes immediately after. Um, so I like to think it's a pee-free zone. I have friends who find it very acceptable and strange if you don't do it, peeing in the ocean. I do not go for that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. How far are they going into the ocean? Wouldn't you be embarrassed if all of a sudden you're standing there in the ocean and, and now the, the wave, the tide comes and takes then you're peeing down your leg? Right. Yeah, people, they, my friends do it, though, and they say that everyone's doing it. I'm the See, only I one not peeing be, in the ocean. I don't go in the ocean. Yeah. I think it's disgusting. 
I would think that the if you're if you're putting warm water into the ocean, that might attract a some type of uh, you know animal in the ocean that will bite you. An animal? You mean like a fish? Yeah, <laughs> An animal. And or like uh, some type of shark, small shark. Hey, look, there's like a goat in the ocean. Like it senses something warm, <laughs> like a warm patch in the ocean. That's blood, is what the shark yeah, wants. But he doesn't know. It could be Are, urine or blood. Do you get freaked out by octopus? Not octopus. Excuse me, jellyfish. Yeah, I I do not like that. That's got to be I just... I won't go in with the jellyfish. You realize every time you go in the ocean, I don't want to say you're taking your life in your own hands, but you're taking some sort of disease, injury, or hospital visit yes. in your own hands. I hate... The, I really hate the ocean. Yeah, I'm not a big ocean guy, especially the Jersey Shore. Is not, the water's not crystal clear, so you can't see. And I, by the way, that's more what I mean. You take yeah. me to the Caribbean or oh, St. Yeah, Thomas or St. Martin, I'm in. Here. But I, had a, I have a, an Instagram friend that she went to uh, Atlantis. And awesome. she was Instagramming photos. Yes. Beautiful water, but there were tons of jellyfish. I would in feel the like Bahamas th- really. That's ruined my uh, weekend. Yeah, my, that would be uh, problems. Weekend. I wouldn't go in. Yeah, me neither. You can't go. They in. tell you, oh, do that shuffle where you shuffle. Oh, it's the stingray shuffle. What the hell is that? Where the you know the stingrays lay on the bottom of right. the of the ocean, and instead of walking where you lift your feet off the ground to walk, yeah. each individual step, then your likelihood you would step on a stingray it will get you. If you shuffle your feet instead of lifting them right. to walk if you shuffle you disturbing the sand as you approach the stingray will make him swim away no kidding yeah hey, see stingray shuffle jerry are we damn entertaining we're educational and informative by the way that'd be a great summer song the stingray shuffle doing the stingray shuffle nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well you wouldn't do that that's the uh, but why can't i i'd say you just use that stupid beat to do it yeah but you did the sound effect. I mean, you could have done it slower. You did it to the same beat as the curly shuffle. Oh. You said, doing the stingray shuffle is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do the nyet nyet, though. Yeah. All right. uh, We're out of time, Jerry. I'm still holding the bat. I thought I was going to hit someone with it today. Do not. I still might. How about Tom? Right in the knees. I think that means we're done. Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.